What's good, everybody, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Body Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, and with me, as always, Brooke Ryder Dave. Hey, how are we doing, everybody? We just can't get enough of Halloween this week. Yep, so uh, happy Halloween to everyone out there. Yeah, Decided but- to give you an episode today. Yep, by the time this comes out, it should be on Halloween night. But, uh, but as at the time of recording this, it's six more days till Halloween, 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 Halloween. That'll jingle will get you in your head. That's that jingle's more evil than the than Colonel Cochran. Yeah. So we wanted to do a special episode of Body Bag Podcast because with Halloween Kills having recently just dropped, and we talked about that one, we wanted to give some love to two of what is considered by many to be the worst of the Halloween franchises, and that's Rob Zombie's Halloween and Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. I had to rewatch. It had been a long time since I've seen Season of the Witch, and I've been very verbal in my defense of it, so I needed to make extra sure I was not talking out of my ass and be like, well, you know, it does it. Is it sucky? Or I don't know. I've, it's been a long time. Maybe it does suck, and I've just been... But no, you know what? I stand by this poor movie. Yeah, this is my uh, first time watching it, and it's not as bad as everyone says. Not nearly as bad. And we'll also get into the Rob Zombie. I saw somebody on Instagram said, you know what, Season of the Witch, you know, that's easily defendable. But good luck with Rob Zombie. You know what, I can easily defend Rob Zombies as well. Same here, but the one I can never defend is Resurrection. That one was god-awful. We'll, we'll have a couple of dishonorable mentions at the at, we'll tag a couple of dishonorable mentions at the end of this uh, podcast. We'll we'll go over that one and the one that I told you about, which was the theatrical cut of the Curse of Michael Myers. All right. So we'll just we're gonna breeze on through the synopsis of these two movies. We're gonna assume that if you're listening to this, you have seen Season of the Witch and you've seen Rob Zombies, and you're just listening to see why would they defend this? Why would they defend this movie? Everybody hates these movies. Not so, I say. So a little background for Season of the Witch. It's the only one that does not have Michael Myers, which immediately turns people off. People hear that and they immediately go, what am I going to watch? Halloween without Michael Myers? Get out of my face with that. Which I think is unfair because if you know anything about the history of Halloween, John Carpenter and his crew wanted to make this, they wanted to make Halloween an anthology series, which would have been different stories, each taking place around the Halloween holiday. So this was their first venture and first try into doing that. So it wasn't going to involve Michael Myers, Michael Myers, but it was going to take place around Halloween, which I think is an awesome idea. Yes, I think where they mess up on this idea is they made Halloween 2 with Michael Myers. Like if you want to start the anthology series, should have started it with the second one instead of waiting until Halloween 3. And I can understand that, but at the same time, you got to give them some credit for trying to do something different. No no, no shame in trying to, you know, better late than never if you're going to have an idea with something. Yeah, that's true. And uh, John Carpenter produced this, and he even did the score for it, which if you listen to some of the music, you can, you can hear hints of John Carpenter in it. Yeah, you definitely get that. Uh, but the main story is basically it's a couple days until Halloween, and there is this corporation who's pumping out these very popular Halloween masks, the Silver Shamrock masks, and they're like the biggest, they're the hottest item. This movie was supposed to be a satire or a allegory for commercialism around the Halloween holiday. And you hear the Silver Shamrock jingle like every 10 minutes, every sometimes every five minutes, it feels like. And everybody wants these masks. At the end, you find out that it's some nefarious plot by this guy named Colonel Cochran who wants to use the power of they, they use the power of Stonehenge, of all things, and kill a bunch of children as sort of a sacrificial 
thing that hasn't happened in over 3,000 years. It sounds weird. It sounds absolutely nothing like the Halloween that we know. And that was the point. So right off the bat, what did you think of it when you started watching it? Because you said this was your first time. Dave? Well, interesting. Dave seems to have disconnected. Hey, and we're back. Welcome back to the land of the living, Dave. Uh, I hate the fire grid out here. You said that it was a thunderstorm? Yeah, we currently have a thunderstorm out here going. You know what? Um, I'm, I hope that I wasn't... I was talking for a little bit, and then I was like, I don't hear any acknowledgement on that end. What's going on here? So, you know what? You know what? Future me might actually add some thunderstorm sounds in the background for this. Give it a little bit of mood. You probably should. Yeah, starting now. So I went ahead and I basically went through the whole thing saying that it was the corporation uh, selling these shamrock masks, blah, 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 blah. I said it before. And then I just went and said, hey, what did you think of it? This being your first time watching it. I think it is a decent 80s horror movie. I kind of just took myself out of thinking it's a Halloween movie. I think it's just any other horror movie. I enjoyed it. I think it kind of falls victim to its title. Now, I think... That's why it gets all the hate. It's because it's a Halloween movie. Maybe if they named it something different, it wouldn't be as well known, but it wouldn't get all the hate it gets. And that and that is unfortunate. But so you think that if they would have done this from two, if they if this came out before two, then people would have probably been opened up to it a little more. Yeah, because then they would have been more open to the anthology series and instead of expecting like a Halloween Michael Myers franchise. Now the way I think of it is that. So John Carpenter wanted, enjoyed this idea. He produced this movie. He did the score for it. So in my opinion, if the father of Halloween is behind this idea and he doesn't care that it would no longer have Michael Myers, I think that everybody else can get over it too. Yeah, I I think they should just title it something different. So like Halloween 3, or been like Halloween, Season of the Witches, instead of Halloween 3. Some people thought it would have been a continuation of what was going on, and then it wasn't. Now, I will say this, though. Now, this movie isn't above criticism either, because there are some things. I'm in no way of saying... I am in no way of saying... Blah. I am in no way saying that this movie is a masterpiece or it's the best one in the trilogy. I'm just trying to defend it by saying it is not as bad as people say. Some, I'll give some criticism right now. For a movie that didn't want to have anything to do with Michael Myers, they kind of wanted to have Michael Myers without having Michael Myers. Because you saw that what's playing on the TV is the actual movie, Halloween. Yeah, I saw that. A, a couple of times they show, because in this universe, the Halloween, the movie, is a movie. It's it's not in the real world. It's a movie. Yeah. And at the very beginning, when you first see this guy who's not saying anything, we eventually find out he's an android. This emotionless guy going around and killing people. I was thinking to myself, you know, a guy who doesn't talk, just mindlessly killing people, that sounds a lot like Michael Myers. Well, I mean, he was on a mission here. You know, there's a reason he was killing that guy. No, I know. Shut him up, yeah. 
I know, but what I'm saying is it's like they wanted to have a Michael Myers type killer without having Michael Myers in it. So, okay, yeah. Like, and, you know, even when he's killing, so if you, if Michael Myers didn't have his mask, he would look exactly like those guys were whenever they kill somebody, just completely void of emotion, just hell bent on killing people without thinking twice. I think that this movie would have benefited if they went completely just, just completely not, like cut off all ties with Halloween. If they were going to make this an anthology, no references to Michael Myers and just lean more heavy into what they were doing with the whole Stonehenge and witchcraft thing. Just go completely nuts with it. If you're yeah, going to. They definitely should have went that direction. I think if they went completely nuts with it and completely out of the realm of reality, but still said this is going to be an anthology thing, then I think it would have been a little bit better because it just felt like they wanted to have a Michael Myers and they have the Michael Myers references, but without having Michael Myers in it. So I was like, if you're going to have no Michael Myers in it, just cut him out completely. Yeah, definitely agree with that. <laughs> now, I will also say this. You know what this... John Carpenter did the soundtrack for this, but you know what this soundtrack really needed was some cheesy porn music because this dude gets laid on the daily. Like his nurses he's always flirting with, the victim's daughter who he's trying to figure out this mystery. He like sleeps with, knows her for less than 24 hours and just immediately sleeps with her. Yeah, definitely the right time to put the moves on the girls when you're investigating her father's death. They're, they were in the bedroom and he's he's trying to be respectful and he's like, you know, I can go sleep out in, in the car or I can get another room. And she's like, well, where would you like to sleep tonight? And I'm like, muck a chicka wow, chicka muck a chicka wow. Right, that's when you hear the cheesy porn music right there. That's where you get the cheesy porn. Plus, he's always flirting with his nurses, kissing them on the mouth, smacking them on the ass. And, and <laughs> meanwhile, his flirting with the corner. Flirt, flirt with the coroner. Meanwhile, they, they do everything they can to make his ex-wife seem so annoying. But then it just eventually just came off as hilarious to me because every single time he's talking to her on the phone, she's just like, and he's just like, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> like this guy, every single conversation he has with his ex-wife is just what a horrible piece of garbage he is. Right. <laughs> okay. So what? The guy day drinks and then does open heart surgery. Right. I love that line from her. She's like, yeah, that goes together. Drinking and doctoring. Like, look, man, just <laughs> it was the 80s. Right. He was probably smoking cigarettes while he was doing surgery, too. Yeah, I can see that. And I and I liked the villain in this. I like Colonel Cochran. I I thought he was a very over the top. Just da that dude was a Looney Tunes villain. He was so dastardly and over the top. Yeah. Even to the point where at the end, his plan is foiled. His factory is about to explode. And he just looks up at him and smiles and just gives him a little... Just a little, a little, little, slow, little slow clap for him. A little slow clap. And he was just like, I was like, that is a cool villain right there. I love this guy. This dude is eating up the scenery. He's like, yep, you got me. Ah, uh, you know what? I just said like two minutes ago that, you know, nothing as good as just a good old fashioned joke. And you know what? You got me on this one. <laughs> this Halloween, a good Halloween movie. Again, had some of some of the acting was cheesy. Yes, some of the lines questionable, of course. But, you know, so so. No, no Halloween movie is without some of that. Exactly. I'm going to go ahead and use my, my 30 point weird scale that you love so much. All right. And I'm going to, I said that this one was about a 16, which is a pretty, a little above average, uh, a little above average uh, horror movie. Not horrible, a little bit above average. I was intrigued the whole time. I was sitting there wondering, all right, what's going on with this thing? Plus the kills in this thing. They had some pretty good kills. Pretty gruesome kills, actually. Yeah. 
and even killed kids. Maybe that's why I like it so much. Just, just Chris hates kids, everybody. Yes, yes. Hashtag Chris hates children, apparently. Don't forget to put that in the hashtag. Right. But eventually, if somebody has is a diehard fan of these things, they're going to compile a video and audio thing of all the times of me just bad-mouthing children. Once we hit, mm-hmm. like, a hundredth episode, somebody we'll will... We'll make that one, yeah. Go back and just clip them all together. Somebody will clip together all of the times I've just been gleefully talking about, yep, and then the kids die. So, yeah. But, yeah, but these kids die in, in gruesome ways, like slowly eaten away by bugs and some... Oh, yeah. And one cool kill that made me go like, ooh, was guy uh, took his forefinger and thumb, gouged the guy's eye out and grabbed his the area above his skull and just ripped his skull and just crushed it right there. I was like, God, oh, yeah, man. oh, God, that was so gross. I was like, that is gruesome. I love it. Yeah. But you don't have to use the same kind of weird measurement scale that I do. But out of one through 30, just in terms of enjoyment, what would you have given it? Give it about a 15. About a 15, so we're about around the same yeah. thing. 15, 15, middle, 16. Yeah. It's a pretty average, decent horror movie. Yeah. Like, if it's on, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll put it on if it's on. Exactly. All right, so now, this one might be a little bit, well, it's not tricky, but I've heard a lot more people badmouth Rob Zombie's Halloween than I think Season Season of the Witch has, has its haters, but I do every so often see some people come in and be like, hey, man, Season of the Witch isn't that bad. Why are you dogging on it for I see a lot of people hate on Rob Zombie's Halloween. Well, I mean, Rob Zombie has a certain way he directs. He directs his movies and makes his movies for his fans. Do you want to go ahead and just give yeah. the quick synopsis? I mean, it's if you've seen Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's basically a uh, remake of the original Halloween. Uh, a little bit more grittier. Has a little bit more scenes from Michael's childhood. Kind of shows the day he has on Halloween. And his first kill isn't actually his sister. It's actually one of his uh, bullies. Beats him with a stick after school. I think everybody wanted that bully to, you know, get killed. I mean, it was a kid, but I think everybody kind of wanted get, that to happen. Yeah. So he beats him with a stick, goes home, ends up going trick-or-treating for a little bit. When he comes back, he duct tapes his abusive drunk stepdad to the couch, slits his throat, beats his sister's boyfriend with a bat. Takes his mask. Da- yeah, takes his mask. Ta- goes, takes takes his sister's boyfriend's sex mask. And then goes, murders his sister, and then he just kind of grabs his baby sister, which is... Lori and sits outside and waits for their mom. Yeah, they didn't waste any time saying in this one, oh yeah, Lori is his sister. Yeah, that's the main difference between the two is in the first one, you know, Lori is his sister. And then it goes to him being in the mental institution with Dr. Loomis and you see his mother visiting and talking with him, hoping he gets better. And he's slowly and surely talking less and less. And then he murders a nurse in the... And Danny Trejo. Well, I'm not there yet. Oh, It's when he murders the nurse. Which then shortly after his mother commits suicide, flash forward 21 years, not 15 years later, he breaks out by murdering Danny Trejo, which oh, I hated that. It was, it was just, you never see Danny Trejo in like a gentle, sympathetic role. He's just the very nice janitor who's always yeah. nice to Michael. I was so good to you, Michael. As he's drowning him, I'm like, oh, that's. It's a rough way to go, too, man. You're like, well, I know, but it's... And then he grabs the TV and smashes it on his head. Oh, and he also killed those two people who were about to rape a poor, uh, mentally uh, not-all-there-insane woman inside Michael's room for some reason. Yeah, but it's it's bloody. And it was on uh, what was supposed to be Dr. Loomis's last day. So, In because a way, he wrote a book and got famous. 
in a way, Michael, you have become my best, my best friend. friend. Yeah, Dr. Loomis is the last one. It's a little bit more Hollywood, I'd say. I'd say he became a little more Hollywood in the second one. Yeah. After his book was published, because in the second one, he was he was very much like a prima donna. Yeah. In this one, you could I, just tell that's probably what rubs people along wrong way is this depiction of Dr. Loomis. I liked him. I like Andy McDowell or no, not Andy McDowell. That's that is not Andy. That is Malcolm McDowell. Sorry. Yeah. Andy McDowell I is mean, that. he's okay, but he's, you know, no Donald. Well, you couldn't have Donald Pleasance because yeah. he was dead. But, but if you were going to get somebody, because this movie also has a lot of horror veterans. Yeah. You have Malcolm McDowell. You uh, have Ken Foray. Daniel Harris. Danny Trejo. Yeah. So uh, Michael then makes his way to Haddonfield. Kills Lori's horny friend. who was having sex with her boyfriend. Kills him too. Fucks up uh, Annie Brackett. Doesn't kill her in this one, surprisingly. Who's played by Daniel Harris. Mm-hmm. Who was Jamie Lloyd in Halloween 4 and 5. So that was cool. And I I really enjoyed like the whole how he uh, knocks... Lori out and then takes her home yeah kind of like you could tell at first he never really wanted to do harm to his baby sister he just wanted to bring her home now a lot family of, again a lot of people would say that that was one of the wrong things that they did and that was one yeah. of the things that was was wrong with it was that michael is supposed to be a mindless killing machine the only thing he cares about is killing and by giving him a sympathetic type backstory and by giving him something of a I don't want to kill my baby sister takes away from what Michael is which is supposed to be the boogeyman the incarnate of evil yeah but I see what they did there like that was his like last line from becoming a boogeyman and then once she stabbed him all ties were cut he became that monster I'm not saying he was his main victim I'm not saying that it was a bad decision I just say it was a different decision yeah I mean if you're gonna remake a movie you're not gonna do everything exactly the same as the original you can tell that rob zombie wasn't just trying to make a quick cash grab you can tell that he actually liked the original halloween yeah you can tell that this is a guy who looked at the first halloween and was like okay i like this movie and you know that a remake is going to happen anyway at some point given the way hollywood is maybe i can maybe someone who is a fan of the original can take it and then just redo it in a certain way that maybe i can give it a different spin exactly and i think this is a real enjoyable halloween movie it's a little bit more grittier and it's more geared towards his directing style yeah that's his style i mean if you've seen house of a thousand corpses devil's rejects and the like or like if you've seen any of his music videos you know that he has a certain style yeah and i think scout taylor compton did a really good job portraying Lori strode here there were a couple of think now one of the things that i do happen to agree on in its criticism but like i said we're not saying that both of these are like cinematic masterpieces just no, that they're they not as, their faults yeah just that they're not as bad as people are saying i and this is something that everybody says is that they could have toned down on the obscenities and the uses of fuck because it seems like it's every other sentence yeah definitely could have done that but once again it's rob zombie it's Rob Watch Zombie, movies, yeah. but if I were to be critiquing, I would have said, you, you can cut down about half of those obscenities and it would be fine. Yeah. 
Cursing is fine and cursing is also a way of saying, you know, that's how people talk and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, when you use it in every other sentence, it's like, all right, we. It kind of loses its, like, its power. It's, it uses yeah. its, you know, it's, I don't know. That was, that's just me anyway. Yeah. It got, that's one of the things I don't like about it. I don't mind because, like, like, every other sentence kind of doesn't make it as effective. It's an effective use of the English language in this movie. And I will also say that certain lines that the teenagers say are a little bit like, yeah, you could have cut that or made them say something yeah. different. But then again, I wouldn't know how to write for a teenager either. Yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll let that pass a little bit, but I I would say that you could have, they could have been written, their dialogue could have been a little less annoying. But yeah. Having said all of that, it's it's a Rob, kind of like how you said, Halloween, yeah. if you kind of, like you said, if they didn't say Halloween for Halloween season of the witch, people probably would have liked it. Maybe if this one wasn't called Halloween and it wasn't Michael Myers, people would have not given it so much crap and they would have just been like, oh, it's just a typical slasher. Yeah, it would have been a typical Rob Zombie movie. But it would have been like, a, yeah, just a regular, oh, Rob Zombie decided to make a serial killer slasher. Yeah, well, I mean, when he made Halloween, he got a bigger audience and people who just don't like his style. Because it made money. Yeah, definitely made and people, money. People, now, because when you think Rob Zombie... Mm -hmm. Halloween, you automatically think in your mind, oh, that seems like a match made in heaven. Rob Zombie, uh, you know, has a lot of horror, horror type stuff in his music videos, and he did Devil's Rejects and stuff like that. Doing a serial killer, that sounds like a match made in heaven. Yeah, I mean, it's not the best Halloween, but it's far no. from being the worst one. Yeah, I mean, again, it's one of those, if it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, I've definitely watched this movie again. Like, it's a movie I end up watching every October, so. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to that one yet. But I, I've watched The Halloween Kills, Halloween 3, and I'm going to probably watch Rob Zombie's one tonight again. I mean, I've seen Rob Zombie's Halloween multiple times. Yeah, I've watched every Halloween this year, except for the first and second one. I usually save those for Halloween night. That's when I watch Halloween 1 and 2, the originals. Now, let me ask you, in your opinion, do you prefer Michael Myers having a backstory like Rob Zombie gave him that made him sympathetic? Or do you prefer the Michael Myers that we got in the original in which he was just a kid? We have no idea what his childhood was like, and he just went insane, and he has absolutely no thoughts other than kill. Me personally, I kind of like the you know original. I can understand. Yeah. Plus, you got to also figure, we're kind of in an age right now in Hollywood where they're trying to take villains and give them sympathetic backstories. Yeah. Especially Disney. Disney loves doing that, but people, people like seeing like the backstory of even Hannibal. Hannibal had a TV series where we saw all of his stuff going on before exactly. the silence of the lambs. Yeah. But I think Michael Myers works better when there's no motive. He's just killing to kill. He's, he's the urban legend of the boogeyman. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the whole storyline of Laurie being his sister and he's driven to kill her. Mm -hmm. Like H2O is one of my favorite Halloweens. He's like specifically going out to California to kill her instead of Haddonfield. So, so now the 30 point scale, what would you give Rob Zombies? I'd say probably, probably uh, 19. You, yeah, on, on your scale. So, okay. Me personally, probably, in all honesty, probably about the same as Season of the Witch. Probably about 15, 16. In all honesty, the, for, for me, these two movies are average. Yeah, I just enjoy the Rob Zombie more one a little bit more and i do too rob zombie i'm a big fan of rob zombie not only his movies i like his music i like his music yeah. videos are fun i actually used to film concerts that would come down to these arenas that would be shown up on the big screen during live events and rob zombie was my very first concert really that's awesome man that's how i got introduced to his music 
and he puts on a hell of a show. Uh, I could imagine. Yeah, pyrotechnics. He had a giant skeleton reaper kind of thing going out into the audience. It was a lot oh, of fun. Definitely, yeah. So when I heard the Halloween thing, and I was, I just remember that concert. I was like. Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to yeah. be fun. So, yeah, 15. So 15's all around for me and a 15, 16 and a 7 and a 19 for this one for you. Yeah. So if people are going to hate on Halloween movies, might I say that you guys please go back and rewatch Curse of Michael Myers, the theatrical cut, not the producer's cut, the theatrical cut. Or Halloween Resurrection, where Buster Rhymes. Trick or Kong, treat. Kong Fu's the shit out of Michael Myers. Don't even know why that's a thing. Now, that movie came out in the... Was that a early 2000s or a 90s? I think it came out uh, 2001, 2002. Because it, it was a sequel to H2O. Now, I really... I, I enjoy my share of 90s, early 2000s, like, era-type movies. And that one is very much so. But I don't know. I can't get behind that movie. <laughs> yeah, like, they kill Lori off in the very beginning. Their new final girl is white bread and the if you guys go back and watch the theatrical cut of curse of michael myers even ant-man can't save that movie producers cut the people who have who know the difference know that the producers cut had more loomis in it which i don't know why you would uh, i heard that it was due to poor test screenings with certain people which is why the theatrical cut is the way it is and the theatrical cut that they cut out a lot of dr loomis's dialogue the editing is very choppy and very jump scary and choppy and make the same mistake as Resurrection where they kill off Jamie Lloyd in the beginning. And the ending was weird. It, it made no sense. Whereas the producer's cut, I'm not going to spoil it for you since you said you've never seen it. I suggest if you're going to try to complete out your Halloween marathon, try to find the producer's cut and then get back to me and tell me what you think as it's compared to the theatrical. Right, I'll probably look that up tonight. But I think that people who say Rob Zombie... <laughs> People go as far as to say Rob Zombie ruined the Halloween franchise. Really ruined it. I, I, you Can't obviously, be ruined. it's still going. You obviously have been forgetting trick or treat, motherfucker. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet this year, but I think I'm just gonna watch it again just to complete my marathon. This is so funny because I watch them all. Yeah, it's so funny because even people make fun of him for that, and I like Buster Rhymes. In all honesty, I do enjoy a lot of the stuff he's in. Yeah, but no, seriously though, people and my biggest gripe is with season of the witch. People who don't even try to watch it but just go that doesn't even have michael in it this movie's awful it's like but did you see it well it doesn't even have michael in it but watch it it's not a bad movie it's it's see i've never criticized it i just never want to watch it because there's so michael myers <laughs> horror sphere i know you're out there listening it's not as bad as you keep saying it is yeah it's not that bad is it great no no <laughs> absolutely is the dialogue a lot of the dialogue cheesy hell yeah hell yeah but, but it's an 80s horror movie but you know what Go back and watch some of the uh, the original Halloween and the second Halloween, and tell me that there's not cheesy dialogue in that either. So, do you have a favorite kill out of the two movies? Uh, the dude who got his eyes gouged out and his skull cracked open. That one I watched in in season of the witch. Yeah, because he not only is he slowly getting his eyes gouged out, but then the bridge of his nose is getting grasped and then ripped upward, so it cracks the front of his face and his skull and. You know, it's been a while. There's only one other movie that has made me... I don't cringe a lot in horror yeah. movies. I've seen a lot of body horror movies. I've seen a lot of torture porn movies. And, you know, I've seen, you know, I've seen all the hostels. I've seen all the 
Saw movies. I've seen the human centipedes and all that business. Uh, but there's one movie, and I'll leave it for those who know the scene I might be talking about, and we might review this movie in the future, but it's a movie called Antichrist with Willem Dafoe in it. And there is a specific scene in there. If you know it, you know it. It's one of the only scenes in a horror movie that ever made me like physically like reel back and cringe. Again, yeah. if you know, you know. But this one was actually a close second because the idea of eyes gouging out and then grabbing the bridge, because you, know, you never see that as a kill. Somebody yeah. grabs the bridge, nose and just like cracks it upward. And even when his hand is away from the guy's face, if you were just looking at him, you couldn't tell anything happened, but you could feel it. You know what that yeah. would feel like. All right. What about you? I would have to go with the lady who was messing with like the little thing that came off the mask and then she got like shot in the face with the laser. That was going to be my second one because the prosthetics were so good. The prosthetics were good, but the CGI was so bad of the laser. Yeah. Again, another criticism for Season of the Witch. When yeah. the CGI lasers come, it's definitely dated by today's standards. But again, oh, yeah. what are you going to do? It was the exactly. it was the 80s. So what are you going to do? But yeah, it was it was pretty I mean, bad. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it, though. And then, like, yeah, bugs are coming out. The whole reason, the whole thing I want you to take away from this show, everybody, if you're listening, give Halloween 3 and Rob Zombie's movies a chance. In fact, you know, before you make any kind of criticism about a movie, you know, you got to see the movies in context. Give some of them the benefit of the doubt. And again, like with the Rob Zombie movie, you can tell he was a fan. And it was yeah, just exactly. a different, it was just a different way to tell a story. And that's the good thing about movies and storytelling in general, is that you can tell stories in so many ways. How many times have we seen the same movie done in Hollywood over and over and over again, but tweaked a little bit different and people liked it? Exactly. And with Halloween 3, go in acting like it's not a Halloween movie and you'll enjoy it more. And this has been a fun week. I'm glad that we all got to, the horror community got to enjoy another Halloween movie the week before Halloween with Halloween Kills, which exactly. uh, that one is dropping before this one because yeah. this one's coming out on Halloween. So everybody, I hope that you have a fantastic Halloween wherever you're celebrating it at. Be and safe tonight, guys. Be safe tonight and always check your candy. And in a couple of days, the next episode will drop. We'll be talking to Jamie Stewart all the way from Ireland. About Shaun of the Dead. Horror movies don't stop just because Halloween might be over. This exactly. is going to be a horror this movie. This is year are, round. This is a year us. round horror podcast. And you know what? The Christmas music might be starting soon. But that well, just means Christmas horror movies. Begin. That means that means Black Christmas. That means Krampus. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Zombie Nazis. I forget. Dead Snow. That's what it's called. Dead Snow. Yeah. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. And in the meantime, we've been your hosts. I'm Chris Thomas. I'm Broke Rider Dave. And you guys have a happy Halloween. Have a good week, everyone.